to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, and welcome to Architecting. It is the day after the 4th of July, which I hope you and your loved ones had a great celebration of the gift of freedom that we have here in America and are truly feeling grateful for the privileges we have because there are definitely, and you could look around, people in this world who are not so fortunate. Freedom is a basic human right. It is something our soul longs for. Freedom is so tied to us expressing our purpose. And so often we take our freedom for granted and imprison ourselves in all kinds of other constraints. Watching the fireworks yesterday, there was this one set that they put off that filled the sky with sparkling streamers of light that just cascaded down. And it made me think how we're all like those sparkles in the sky. That's what we were meant to do. Often we don't give ourselves the permission to do that because we're too busy worrying about whether or not we're going to be seen, heard, loved, accepted, etc. So we take our own freedom away and we think, I'd love to, but, or I'll do it when, or I can't because. And we have all these reasons not to actualize doing what we love not to being able to get to that point where work doesn't even feel like work because it's so much fun, so soul-led and purpose-driven, and opportunities are coming to you because you are just radiating out what you know, what you love, how exciting it is to get to do versus have to do what you're doing, that it's irresistible to other people. As I'm recording this podcast today, I am in the final stages of packing for our trip to Switzerland, which is something that was spurred by being invited by the Swiss Center for Design and Health to come speak at a symposium that they are putting on early next week. The invitation came because as they were planning this event and saying, how do we want to structure it? We want to have four speakers to really inspire the audience and give them idea starters. And then we want to work the topics. Who should we have? Jan Eckert, who is head of the Living Lab at the university there and the managing director on the board, brought up my name. I've never met him. I know him because we are connected through LinkedIn and just by the fact that I love what I do so much, 
And I'm always sharing about the importance of the built environment to our well-being. That energy, that passion showed through. It catches attention. It makes people interested in what I'm up to. Makes them want to learn more. Makes them want to have me be somebody who is talking to their audience. And that is such an honor. And it's so exciting. I can't wait to go. It's going to be such a fun experience. And we're adding on a vacation so we get to experience the country while we're there for 10 days. But that doesn't come from looking for approval. I love doing this. I care about it so much that I do it no matter what. I've had to make space for doing this work. I've had to set aside time in my day. I've had to introduce it and infuse it into projects. I've had to share with our team and get them excited about the concepts. And I've had to develop the tools and the syntax around it so that they can begin to use it too. And there's a shared language. None of this came as part of my job description, right? It came because I want to do it so badly that I say, how can I? It's my get to do, not my have to do. And that's a really important distinction. And it's why this work has gotten traction. It doesn't come from saying, well, this is a topic that'll advance my career. This is something people care about, so let me talk about it. It comes from it being such a hell yes inside of me that I can't help but to do it. The work that doesn't feel like work. In really celebrating that freedom that is unlocked in my career because of that alignment, the way it is magnetizing more and more opportunities I've been invited to five different speaking engagements this year because of magnetism, that the energy I have around it is activated. Why doesn't this happen more often? Why doesn't this happen to more of us? Why are so many people still stuck in stress, burnout, overwhelm? This has been coming up a lot with my coaching clients, this struggle to feel seen, heard, appreciated. I was hearing from this amazing woman who's really done so much, but she's exhausting herself, right? She's saying, I saw this problem, so I solved it. We didn't have this in place, so I invented it. I created it. I developed Everything she's telling me, all this great stuff, is all about doing, 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 doing. What's missing here is the being, 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 being. When we shift out of the doing, out of saying, look, I did this, look, I fixed this, look, I made it better, into this is non-negotiable, This is my path. This is the thing I'm going to do, whether you like it or don't like it. It is 
what I'm called to do. It's what I'm meant to do. This is the through line that's going to run through any task, any project that I'm involved in, because this is my why. Then you get a different result. And a lot of people, when they think about career coaching, think about you're going to tell me what to do, right? And it's going to be a series of prescriptive steps. I'm going to have this conversation. I'm going to write emails this way. I'm going to send this letter. I'm going to network with these people. And all of a sudden, doors are going to open. No, it doesn't come from those things you do. It comes from how you're showing up in the world, how you're being. So you can breathe this huge sigh of relief. Ah, I don't have to work so hard to get ahead. I don't have to be caught up in all the busy work. I don't have to spend my day trying to impress other people with my competence. Instead, I can think about inspiring them just by doing what I love. And that becomes a mirror for other people because they say, I want that too. I want to be around that kind of energy. And even if they don't want to do exactly what you're doing, they're still motivated and energized to take their own inspired action. It isn't that deadlines don't matter or that you get to say, I refuse to do certain tasks that I don't love doing. It just means that you get through them a lot quicker, that they don't take the same toll on you that they might when it's all there is. And instead, you're energized by the time that you do make for the things you really get lit up by. And it's kind of like when you're at the beach and the shoreline isn't regular and there can be jetties and outcroppings and changes to the actual floor of the ocean that cause effects with the tide. It's why in certain parts of the world, surfing is really great. It's why weather can be different after a storm. In a perfect world, we'd have this smooth rolling of waves and a regular tidal progression in and out. But that isn't what happens. There can be lots of disruptors, some dangerous things, riptides and undertoes. We can get caught up in struggling for survival, trying to resist the pull versus being able to be in control of our course as we're navigating. A riptide is basically a strong offshore current that is pulling the tide. It's, it's breaking the normal flow of the tide. It's cross-cutting the tide. They actually become stronger where the flow is most constricted. People can be carried far offshore by that riptide because it's so strong and it's so powerful. And the undertow, on the other hand, is a current beneath the surface. The undertow is that horizontal layer that you cannot see. 
that is in opposition to what you can see. So how do we know the difference between the distractors, all those things that we tell ourselves we have to do that bog us down, and the disruptor, those riptides and undertoes that will pull us off course, maybe, but take us somewhere better. The disruptor happens when you notice the longing in yourself. When you catch yourself saying those three phrases, I'd love to, but I'll do it when. I can't because. But there's this kind of sense of, oh, but I really, really want to. We aren't giving ourselves that freedom, that permission, because we've decided that our course needs to look a certain way, and this is pulling us away. This is taking us out to sea, and we're afraid that it will cause us to be adrift. But pay attention to that, because when you're doing something aligned with your passions, you're always going to end up in the right place, even if it doesn't look like what you had maybe decided five years ago your career path was going to look like. Stay open to these things and watch the difference it makes. So we get that there's a certain passion we bring that energizes what we're doing, that inspires other people, that magnetizes opportunities, that helps build momentum around our motivation and all of this kind of crescendo effect. But it still can feel scary. It can feel kind of murky to even tap into what is that to give ourselves permission to go forward and take bold action to do something that's going to get attention focused on us because it's different. Not that you're standing up there waving your arms saying, look at me. It's just that you're doing something other people aren't and people are going to notice and wonder why. And a lot of times we like to fly under the radar with this stuff and not really stand out because we're worried that we're not good enough. You know, we're still caught in this idea of imposter syndrome or not being credentialed enough or worthy enough to take a stand if we don't have everything down perfectly and we haven't established expertise. Newsflash, perfect is boring. The reason we love the ocean is not because it's placid and calm all of the time, but because of the irregularities, of the riptides, of the undertoes, of the crashing waves, and the contrast that we get when there is that variety. As we step into yet another year of enjoying our personal freedom, I want you to also think about having that same freedom in your career because your career is part of your life. It is not a silo that exists all on its own. How you do anything is how you do everything. So when you can embrace the beauty and the wonder and the unexpected good things that come from the disruptors, from the things that seem to take you 
off your path and see that maybe what you thought you wanted really wasn't what was right for you. And you can trust in that and you can move through and ebb and flow with all of it. That's when you find yourself getting invited to share other people with what inspires you. What could be better than that? When you are part of something so much bigger than yourself and the fact that you turned on your light and you were willing to go out there, that was all that it took. Not expertise, not having all the answers, definitely not being perfect, not worrying about what somebody else is doing or pattern yourself after them, but just going out there, making your hell yes stuff, the things that you prioritize, and then watching that really take you somewhere amazing. I will be doing a podcast on the road after the symposium concludes next week, so be sure to tune in listen for that. Lots of exciting stuff coming up the rest of the summer and into the fall, and I can't wait to share it all with you. So stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram. I will be sharing things from my trip to Switzerland and some of the exciting things that come out of this symposium. I love you all so much. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.